Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Willard to Wild and Chris again. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday to you, May 3rd, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Quite literally, one of the worst Mondays of the year, the Monday after Derby. Mm. Everybody's voice is raspy, people are tired, and you don't want to go to work. But we're here. We're ready to get it moving. There was a lot that happened over the last few days. Uh, We celebrated Derby Week, took a couple shows off, well-deserved and well-used. We had uh, nice being able to sleep in a little bit and and do some other things. So thanks for being patient with us and waiting for us. And uh, Roush, hope that you had a great Derby, buddy. I did. I did. We couldn't have asked for better weather. Couldn't have asked for better company. I could have asked for Bob Baffert to suck it. That guy. What a... Mm, can't believe he's still doing it, but I should have known better. And that's how we live and learn. Uh, don't doubt Bob Baffert. That son of a... <sighs> Justin, how are you, buddy? I'm good as well. It was a nice, fun weekend. It was a long weekend. Um, we went to the track on Friday, of course. It was a good time. I felt like I had a true Louisvillean experience. It's a good weekend. I'm I'm glad to be back though. Yeah, we got the KRC gang together. We went to a little pregame at one of Roush's friends in the South End and got shown some southern hospitality by them literally just taking all of our money in these little cash games that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And then that was really an indication of what weekend <laughs> I would I would have. I, I have never lost more money betting horses than I did this past weekend. I did cash some tickets. But that's that. I almost would rather just be like, I didn't cash a single ticket. Couldn't get one race right. No, I even got some races right, but I still lost so much in other races that it still didn't matter. I got absolutely crushed. Uh, so that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. All of the show parlays, we tried to do some KRC ones on Friday. Those couldn't even get off the ground. That was completely and totally embarrassing. A show parlay, you're supposed to have a little bit of fun with it and you know, maybe you can get three races, and it's fun to start thinking big. We couldn't even do that. Classic KRC curse. We couldn't even have fun with that. And then at the Derby party I go to, I talk about the show parlays there. I think one of them won one race, and that was as far Man. as we got in that. So it was not a good betting weekend for me whatsoever. I don't fancy myself a good horse race better, but it was a good reminder, Roush. I'm only happy that I bet maybe a few days out of the year because I suck at it. There were a couple horses we thought were the bona fide guaranteed locks of the century. And the ones on Derby Day kind of hit. Maxfield, I believe, won. And Gamine won at like one to five. So you weren't going to win much money. You were kind of playing for for second or third if you were doing one of those show parlays. But they still didn't hit every time. The biggest loser of the weekend, though, was Aunt Pearl. What the hell, Pearl? 
that 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 she ruined what could have been a really really crazy fun Friday. And uh, I had plenty of friends who could have said the same thing about Medina Spirit, where they had picked sixes alive, were really feeling great, and uh, especially if Mandaloon was the one that hung on to win because that was forty to one hitting the board. Um, had had some big prices up there, but that that's what makes Derby great is. I can have a bad day, not cash too many tickets, and then sit around after the derby for two races, uh, throw darts at the board, picking names, and win a hundred bucks. <laughs> so that that's about horse racing. It's the best. It's the dumbest. You can spend all your time. You can spend weeks doing that damn program, and then you just—I don't know. This one feels like a good name to pick, and then it wins, and you're rich. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's stupid, and that's why we love it so much. Well, I think there's a lot of beautiful and stupid things that happened over the weekend in a sports world as a whole. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to talk about. We had the NFL draft roush, obviously the Kentucky Derby, uh, aside from our poor stories of us just getting crushed. Uh, it sounds like you you finished okay, which is, uh, hey, that's that's what it's all about. It's how you finish. It's not how you how you start. And right. I finished just as badly as I start with losers and losers and losers. But we had the draft. We had... Uh, base, you know, we have baseball, we have softball, we have a ton of sports to get to. We've got Aaron Rodgers drama that pretty much all happened after we got off the air. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that. We've got a lot to get to. Hung out with Justin all day Friday, uh, so that we we've got some fun stories there. But yeah, Justin, I do that. I, I'm glad that you considered it kind of a Louisville experience because it felt like one. Walking Roush told us a mile from the place to the track. It was like three miles yeah. um, so we was long it was a long walk but you know what you got us it was a beautiful day <laughs> justin did you did you win money on friday i don't i can't recall yes i was so i left the track up 27 bucks nice so I, was, I was pretty excited about that the last race i won 150 so that helped right after yeah. you left. so you should have hung around i'd have gave you a winner but you had to bounce and you you're right we had the true louisvillian experience we walked to churchill downs it was probably about two miles but let me tell you boys on the way home from the track it's a hell of a lot longer than two miles <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but like we said nice weather it was a fun experience roush you did not enjoy the all-inclusive experience justin i thought it went actually a lot better than i thought you and i were talking walking in you know i i said some of these situations, I'd rather just you pay. That way the lines aren't so crazy. And there was times where the lines were a little bit longer, but then if you just kind of walked far enough, you'd find a line that really wasn't too bad. The food line was ridiculous, and the food was not good, and they ran out of chicken tenders, which how mm. the hell does that happen? But I, in terms I can of tell you being, how. In terms of just being able to get beer and drink, Justin, I thought it actually was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was, it was smooth sailing, I thought, too. I consumed... Way more bourbon than I figured I would, but that's what happens when you sit all inclusive, I guess, huh? <laughs> it's hey, it's it's Derby weekend. Uh, Roush, what happened to the chicken tenders? Well, I ate them all on Thursday. That oh, was that okay. was my problem with the all inclusive experience. Is you tell me you get free stuff from Churchill Downs, I try to get my money's worth and eat all of them, and I basically ate myself into a food coma. Very dumb of me, um, and that's why all inclusive can get the hell out of here. Uh, all joking aside, though, I thought it was kind of nice. And even in the infield on Friday and Saturday, Friday, I mean, Friday's probably one of the most fun days I've ever had at the track because there really 
wasn't that many people there so it was just like we kind of had it all to ourselves you didn't have to wait in line for anything uh, on saturday there were no waits for beer but if you wanted to get liquor or something that was going to take a little bit of time uh and the people who go to a racetrack without cash the <laughs> atm line stretched from basically the middle of the infield all the way to the where the horses are running and it's just got to be first timers that are doing that year yeah. in and year out like I, I was now granted I, I get it there was one i was in line with some you know dumbass kid from columbus ohio you know wow. he's, not, he's what never a, what a complete idiot just such an idiot but like he's never been to a racetrack so i i can kind of understand not having cash on hand but like if i'm ever going to go to a an event like that anyway i'm gonna have cash just in case you know like you gotta pay for parking it, there's just so many things that i can't imagine not having cash to derby's one of them it was very dumb on their part but it also was really cool saturday the crowd was bigger it felt so good to be back and to just talk to strangers like hey who's your whore just doing all that glad hand and bull crap that uh folks like myself love to do it it was it, it was so good to be back to normal, and I don't want to be the uh, bring up the conversation again we had last week. But man, all the way done wearing my mask. <laughs> hey, look around! Wow. <laughs> After this weekend, I'm just like, screw it. Who cares? I, I was trying to be polite on Friday, just like, well, you know, they've got theirs on. I'll be nice and put mine on. I I took through the through cares three sheets to the wind. After this weekend. Wow, Roush. Well, you know, if if you've been vaccinated I, I i don't know why you wouldn't need to wear a mask if we're trusting the vaccines i know that they're, they're not perfect but yeah we're not going to get into covid debate roush you won't believe this but of course this is the way that it works out we're talking about a louisville experience for for justin but i had no plans going to oaks derby again nor a normal years Derby's my big day but i worked Derby this past year or this past thursday I, i'm again i'm gonna get back to the Derby, but it was friday and i kind of hit me that like I, we talk about the pandemic and how excited we are to get back to normal, but then I remember the Packers-Colts game I went to, which was like one of my favorite NFL games, the UK games I went to at the Krogue, where it's just it was actually kind of nice to be able to spread out and have a little mm -hmm. bit of room. And like I was like, well, this is going to probably be the only Derby or Oaks weekend where you may actually have a little bit of room. That's that's not a, a word that you use when you're talking about Churchill Downs that, that weekend. Uh, unless it's like, hey, look at those people, go get a room, you know. But you don't have a lot of <laughs> you don't you don't have a lot of space, and right. uh, so I I texted you know our little group. I knew you were going to be heading out there, and just saw if Justin would be interested. And uh, eventually, we we went. We had great spot. We got we lucked into some tickets. Just I just kind of did the cheapest non general mission on StubHub, and I was surprised by the price of it. We were under we were in the shade. Would have been mm. perfect spot if it was raining but even with it feeling cool out i had some friends that were like hey can we come sneak in with you all because you're in the shade they never were able to make it up to us but uh we go we sit down we're excited we're wide-eyed i'm i've already instantly realized i've made a good decision coming out here of course bad decision for the wallow with how bad i did bet and then i i was the same way roush i'm excited to talk to people drink and and, and have a good a nice little friday we go to our seats there's people next to us and i like, you know how out of the corner of your eye you feel like people are looking at you, but you don't really want to just look at them in the off chance that they are, and then you just make awkward eye contact, eye to eye. But I feel like these people are looking at me, and this is when I'm smoking my cigar, 
And I'm like, oh, they probably don't like the smoke. Like they're, and I feel bad because I, I definitely don't want to inconvenience them. But you don't want to be that guy. I don't right. want to be that guy, but I'm also like, I'm going to smoke the cigar too. Like <laughs> I, I, I hate that they're kind of downwind here. But um, anyway, so Justin starts talking to him. Turns out these are Hoosier dinguses. They're from Bloomington. Oh, My wow. People. So it's like Justin and so like I went to go get a beer. I came back. Justin may as well like have had their his arms around both of them, like hugging and smiling and stuff. Justin made really fast friends with them, and they were talking about IU and Bloomington and all that stuff. And uh, so Hoosier Dingus had a real nice Friday. I did as well, and the people were friendly. But Roush, I had missed that. I agree. Just being able to go talk to random people. Like just the the atmosphere, people just happy to be out with people outside, enjoying the weather. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I did this. I I did some uh, friend making just in the line to get in. They were first timers who just oh, moved yeah. to Louisville. They were like, "Yeah, we figured we live here. We might as well, you know, check out the Derby, see what it's about." And uh, Matt and Maddie, I was calling them M and M's all week, and I'd run into them. Good folk, <laughs> uh, just a lot of good people out there. Um, I obviously lost my voice. Uh, there, you know, you, you do a lot of screaming when, when you get that excited. And I was, was very excited, uh, even though we did not rob Churchill Downs, like I said, we would and had to get escorted out with a Brinks truck still was a wonderful weekend. Uh, man, I'm just, I just hate that it's over with. Now we got to get back to reality. There's that's Sunday when you're like, Oh God. Oh, yesterday was miserable. Yeah. Felt like a train coming on the tracks, but the train wasn't really even going that fast, but it was still just going to go fast enough to you make couldn't it get out of the way. No, right. nope. And, and, and this is, this is today. This is the, uh, this is what we were dreading, but we're here. We're rolling through it. Uh, and and I, I'd say now maybe is a solid spot a little earlier than we normally do to take a break. The text line super packed as well. And I can't go past nine today. So we're going to need to get through those. I'll, think we'll go to a break and i'll come back and talk aaron Rodgers. yeah and there's also part of the reason i was dreading this there's some bad news we got to talk about and i just uh that was that was going to be a tomorrow problem three days ago and here we are wait what's the bad news it's you know uk basketball roster Oh, 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 oh. Mm, well, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, I'm, mm. we, we, we definitely need to talk about that, obviously. We'll get to all of it. I don't know how we're going to do it in, in two hours today, but we'll find a way. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Oh, Peter Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kale, and back from Derby Weekend. We'll be right back from this commercial break as well. Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Sue me. It's a perfect way to start the day. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Appreciate you spending with us. Mother's Day. It's this weekend. Derby. It, Came and went too fast. Mother's Day will be here before you know it. Get mom something that truly reflects your appreciation for all she's done over your entire life. 
Gifts from Genesis Diamonds are meaningful and they're timeless. Genesis Diamonds, they've got a special selection of affordable gifts for mom. They're on Shelbyville Road Plaza next to Trader Joe's, and they're going to make it easy for you. And remember, it's this Sunday. Don't forget it. All right. I guess let's just get the Aaron Rodgers stuff out of the way. I think that's just going to be the easiest because we are going to have to spend more time and serious time on UK basketball and Nolan Hickman and all that stuff going on. So Aaron Rodgers news, initial reaction, obviously, I'm just not going to believe it. Uh, that's that's <laughs> I think that's the default where if you get news you don't like, you instantly just have to assume that it's wrong and Denial. not accurate. Denial. Right. So sure, absolutely. That's um that that's that's first and foremost. So then I don't believe it. Then very obviously there is clearly something wrong. Like Rogers isn't happy with the Packers. Who exactly he's not happy with, I guess that kind of depends on different reports or what exactly he's not happy with. Again, different and varying reports. But my thought process is Rodgers is being an absolute and total huge baby in all of this. Green Bay is built to win. Oh, that's all he's talked about is just wanting Green Bay to get the pieces, make sure they're, they, they're going to be able to win a Super Bowl. They were the best team in the NFL last year. They had the best record. You were hosting an NFC championship game. That's the big thing for Aaron Rodgers is playing those NFC championship games on the road. And that's why it lost so many of them uh, with the lone exception of beating the bears. Of course it'd be Chicago to get to his lone Super Bowl, where he also won said Super Bowl uh, was, Hey, you got to get these games at home. Finally this year they do. They have three chances in the fourth quarter to be able to take the lead and beat Tom Brady and go to the Super Bowl. Uh, and they come up short in all those chances. But you still have an insane amount of talent. You still got an insane roster. Your defense is only getting better, and the offense should stay the same, if not also get a little bit better as some of your younger guys get a little bit older. It's exactly a situation that he would love. He's only got a few years left being able to play at a high level, all things considered. Why would you want to go to the Raiders, which are a mess, the 49ers? are uh, not seemingly going in the right direction and don't have the same weapons that the Packers have. So all of it just seemed like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. I'm disappointed in Rodgers, but, you know, he, he kind of – he's a pretty moody person. I, I think to some degree he probably is just somebody that can't really BS very well. Like if he's in a bad mood, it, it comes off very clearly that he's in a bad mood. Um, the Jordan Rod or the Jordan Love pick, who cares? Who cares? They, you know, it, they've got to look out. They're running a, a business that is going to be that was here long before Aaron Rodgers and will be going and operating long after he's long and gone. Uh, you have to, it, they're going to draft quarterbacks. It happens. At one point, they had a Hall of Fame quarterback and Brett Favre. They drafted another quarterback as well. This is a similar situation to that. So, um, all things considered, I bet he, I bet he plays for Green Bay. I bet this gets ironed out. If that means Green Bay's got to fire some people in house, maybe that's in, in, ends up what they're doing. But I don't know if you're Rogers, how well that would kind of reflect on you that you're making people choose between you and somebody else that maybe you don't see eye to eye with. Uh, it's not very professional, and it's pretty underwhelming from he's still the best quarterback to ever throw football he's still just insanely talented my jaw drops watching him play that sport Uh, I'm not sure why he dressed up like a magician to go to the derby I I wonder kind of where like just I just hope that my buddy's doing okay I hope my buddy's doing okay but he's still the best quarterback to ever throw a football but he's uh 
a little disappointed with how he's handled all this. I don't know. He 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 told I think Mike Chirico at NBC of NBC at the Derby that like I don't really want to talk about it, but I love Green Bay and I'm disappointed that it's like things have come out this way and basically didn't say that it was fake, but also didn't act like you know he was about ready to quit and retire there on the spot. So. I don't know. My guess is he's the quarterback for Green Bay heading into this fall. Obviously saying that not with the highest confidence level, but I still think it's the most likely thing to happen in this scenario. Uh, There's still a part of me that thinks that maybe this is just like contract negotiations to some degree. Uh, Just wants a one final long-term huge deal. And Green Bay is maybe a little hesitant on that, but whatever it is. Yeah. uh, It's, it's annoying Roush. I think everybody can agree to that. I'm just I love the the state like the levels of denial that went into this because there's a part of you're already getting you're 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 getting toward the bargaining phase where some of it requires you to hate on Rodgers and as far as you'll go is to just say that he's just moody and he needs to quit being a baby suck it up and be a packer I love it um I how much how far he'll actually go to get out of Green Bay, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's that eager or not. Um, but I, I feel like we got this disgruntlement last year, and this seemingly came out of nowhere, and it happened before they could even have the draft. So that that was the part that was weird. I do think that you you shouldn't be too worried because it looks like he had a great time at the Derby, hanging out with his boy Randall Cobb. So maybe that cheered him up some, and now he's like, you know what? Maybe Green Bay isn't so bad after all. Yeah, maybe Green Bay is not so bad after all. If I'm Green Bay, I'm not trading them. I don't care. I, I That was my hot take over the weekend. I don't think it's really all that hot of a take, but I don't care what you'd get for him in return. If he if if he's going to go that far where he like legitimately wouldn't play again, then just let his contract rot. You have him until 2024, so these are uh, pretty important years to Aaron Rodgers. If he wants to retire, then the, if, if he's so miserable in Green Bay – then yeah, you should just retire. If I'm Green Bay, I'm not trading them. I'm not. Here's my I'm not, thing. I'm not giving them his way. Here's my thing with the whole weekend. In my opinion, Aaron Rodgers not only hijacked the NFL draft, but he might have hijacked sports news for the weekend by doing this when he did. And and that's my only issue with it. It's it's those time. It's those guys' time to get drafted. Uh, it's a special time in their life. But all the news was about Aaron Rodgers. You, I mean, the draft was minuscule compared to Aaron Rodgers this weekend. That was the only issue I had with it. I hate the timing of it. It cracked me up that, like, just before the Aaron Rodgers news, we had Tebow news. I was like, what year is this? Like, we, we're getting Tebow news, baby. This is awesome. And then Rodgers says, not so fast, Tim Tebow. If there's something that can even trump you, it's probably me being a little gruntled. And here we go. But yeah, well, it, it dominated the news cycle, no doubt about that. And that was, I, I I didn't even I just saw Tim Tebow out there, but I didn't I, I still don't know why Tim Tebow was in the news. I don't he was, understand. He he did or was or is or is going to work out for the Jaguars as a tight end. Oh, so Urban's talking him into coming back. Goodness. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, he's retired from baseball, though. How does that play out with you all? How's Tebow do as a tight end if he makes it? it he's probably too should, old. Probably should have done been what he did just from the jump. I think he probably would have found a way to at least be in the league for a while. Yeah, do some, get get know. a second contract. Like, but he was in college football in two thousand eight. 
This is way too long ago. This is 13 years ago. Why? <laughs> what are you doing, Tebow? That old bag I, of bones. He's not going to hold up uh, getting hit by kids yeah. 10 years younger than him. So stupid. Imagine so, him having to block Zadarius Smith. <laughs> it's just dumb. No, it's really stupid to think about it. Oh. And it just anytime I have to, I just, I'm contractually obligated to have to bring this up. But uh, again, Tim Tebow compared winning the national championship and hugging Urban Meyer to entering the gates of heaven <laughs> and hugging God. And he said that in a speech with thousands of people there. But uh, I like Tebow. I don't mind Tebow, Justin, but I agree with Roush. It's just like, what year is this? Go on and move on from it. But we'll go on and move on from Aaron Rodgers' talk. It was a great draft for Kentucky, and that include a surprise with Drake Jackson, Roush. But mm-hmm. all things considered, uh, that it's impressive when you see Kentucky with six draft picks and they're they're in the top what 15 and in, in schools with draft picks oh there's top, only top seven schools that had yeah. more yeah. so there it is top 10 of draft picks and that that's uh that's impressive and this is just another kind of sign of the slow build it's been for uk football but you want to compete with the big boys you got to get players that are going to dominate on saturdays so they can play on sundays kentucky's doing that more and more roush the cowboys they were big uh big kentucky fans they get Kelvin Joseph in the second round, and then take Lane and Young and Quentin Bohanna off the board in the sixth. So, uh, I we're not Cowboys fans, Justin, but it is exciting to see that one team. They're they're they've got Cowboy fever. The Steelers they still are are big fans of Kentucky. Signing Boogie Watson as an undrafted free agent. Calvin Taylor hung around as a practice player last year, and I believe they signed T.J. Carter. Uh, early on as well. So Steelers, big fans of Kentucky Wildcats out there. Um, ha- happy to hear these guys get their name called. Like you said, Drake was the one surprise, uh, but that kind of happens at that, that, that position's not as valued as high as some others. And same goes for punters. And that's why, what the hell, Justin? We couldn't get Max Duffy. We had to get another punter in the seventh round. That's, that's a load of malarkey. I don't even know why teams draft a punter, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, especially whenever you can get three or five to try out for you in the... Roush, I was watching, uh, I I don't even know where it came up, but Duffy's fake, Duffy, not fake punt, but where he had to juke out those defenders to get the punt off, that was was an insane football play. Like, I feel like, you know, because it's a punter and who cares at the end of the day, you got a punt off, but that's pretty impressive to be able to do that. I just saw that over the weekend, I think, or I don't know what highlight package I was watching, but saw that and I was like, man, we're going to miss that dude. We will. You take good punters for granted. They're like kickers, probably to a, I mean, to a lesser degree, but good punters, that's a big deal. That really helps Mm -hmm. you out. That makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside that hey i'm disappointed that our offense couldn't do squat but you know what at least they're at least we're gonna win this field position game because we got a good punter that we can trust i hope uh i hope that's not going to be something we have to talk about next year roush right right that would be uh man i mean just think about the bad snaps you know (laughs) oh yeah yeah like just having bad fourth down execution really really hurts your team but yeah I, i hope that conversation doesn't have to happen next year i'm surprised that we're able to talk about Phil Hoskins getting drafted, but you know, it only takes one team to, to fall in love with you to get your name called. He got picked up in the seventh round by the Panthers. So big shout out to seventh year Phil. I thought that age might actually hurt him because, you know, I mean, he's like 23 years old. You know, you could usually see them taking 
similar guy, just not as old. So, but Phil got his name picked. And the one we didn't even mention was the biggest name, the first one off the board, Jamin Davis to the Washington football team of Washington. And man, that defense is going to be really good. Yeah, I really, really good. I hate how much, first off, he ended up not going 62nd. Um, so <laughs> suck it to the haters and losers. And that was my first thought, Roush, was like, oh, man, I hate how much I like that because Washington football team still in the NFC, even though they're in the sorry NFC East, and they're still probably ways away from ever really competing with the Packers, unless Green Bay has a quarterback change, in which case – who freaking knows how that's going to all work out? But it's a great fit for him, and that, that's why that draft was so good for Kentucky. Not only did you have so many people drafted, but you had a high draft pick too, and that matters because people – you get some level of talent. Yeah, Roush, if you're lucky enough to get drafted, that's a hell of a college career that you were noticed so much that an NFL team would want to use a pick on you. But if you're a first-round pick, if you're, that's what recruits want to do. They want to be first round picks. They, they, the money is insane. He's about to be a, or already is a very, very rich man. Did you see the contract details or kind of just where his pick, the average contracts are for, for people in Davis's position? Uh, I did not get the exact. I just know it's a lot. Yeah. I, I let me, I'm going to have to try to find that tweet because it's, what could head it out there? Uh, give me, give me just a minute. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll go to, I'll, I'll pull up Luckett's tweet and get you the number. But, uh, what, would anybody else surprise you for Kentucky or any spot that you like for a player that, you know, you could, you could end up seeing them sticking well, around for a long time? The boss man is actually in a good spot in Dallas where, he could compete for a spot right away. And, you know, he's got the athleticism to be able to do it. So I do think that is going to be a solid spot for him. Um, obviously with Washington, I think what's nice in Davis's case is that for as great as his athleticism is, there's a, there, there's part of it where he does need, I mean, he's only been a starter for one year. So it helps that he's going to be surrounded by a lot of talented guys to kind of break him in and, and and get him ready to go where he doesn't have to be the guy right away. So I actually do really like that spot. They're going to be a playoff contender uh, in the NFC beast. We all know toughest division. Uh, and it's going to be great whenever Davis ultimately breaks Trevor's heart, doing something against the Eagles. So that's probably what I'm looking forward to most is to have a UK guy rip out Trevor Kelsey's heart. Yeah, we're gonna need him to like get a you know do the old Bud Dupree pick six uh, something mm, like that so, yeah. some bit some big play that 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 really gets to Dallas so uh, we'll we'll hope for that and then Chris Westry can or really gets to the Eagles I should say Chris Westry can not Chris Westry other <laughs> other Pat. cowboy guy but, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody <laughs> somebody is to can can do a can get an interception as well against the Eagles so I'm that's a, what I think we're all rooting for at the end of the day is Philadelphia Eagles not doing anything well right 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 so J Davis's contract should be four years thirteen and a half thirteen point eight million seven point four million dollar signing bonus. That fourteen Man. million is fully guaranteed. <laughs> that is just nuts. And the thing about him too is he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's a uh, whenever I asked him what what he's thought about you know spending with his first big paycheck, like what's he going to go out and buy? He's just like, I'm just worried about getting my second check. And you're like, oh my god, dude, like, this guy, <laughs> just. 
Mm. No he's, kidding. He, Let's get a few texts. Future, future set. Ready to go. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Uh, texter says, I'm a football first, and there are many more like me. Second, Justin. Yeah, so Justin, that poll surprised you, buddy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was. I will stick my hand straight in the air and say I was wrong on that. Yeah. It's, I, wow. I, you know what I wish, though? I wish we didn't put the both option because I think it would have went a slightly different. I think football still might have won with the results that came in, but I think it would have been closer without the both option. Mm, I mean, I disagree, but we didn't have we didn't have the both option there for a little bit. No, nah, uh, we put it on quite pretty quick. Yeah, but not right off the get go, and it was still like football six to nothing over basketball at that point. And then we put the both option, and then it was pretty much even after that point. But yeah, I mean, I was I was wrong. I I was going by my personal preference, which I'm a I'm basketball first over football. I assumed people in this area would be the same, but I guess not. Folks love their their football roush. They really mm-hmm. really do. Oh yeah. Uh, Texture asks. <laughs> While we're speaking of football, what's your favorite Kentucky football uniform combination? Man, blue lids, blue pants, white jerseys. The early Stoops era was just filled with bangers when it came to UK football jersey combinations. Really needed uh, it to make up for the product on the field. No, and and, and it did in a big way because those were at least fun to look at. The I really impartial to. The blue chrome helmets are kind of, I don't even know if they're chrome necessarily, but the shiny blue helmets and then the blue jersey, like the the gray, the gray with the blue and then with the gray pants. It We only wore them a few times. I think we wore them against Georgia way back when, uh, mm-hmm. way back when in the Stoops era. But those were so smooth looking, and uh, those were some of my favorite. But those are gone. I really like the black and the blue. Those are gone now. It's the anthracite, which I'm not as wild about. And then I, I, I'm a huge fan of just the blue on blue on blue. I like the Smurf look. Reminds me of the Brooks era, and uh, I enjoyed times of that era. But no, you, there, there's a lot of them, Roush. You can't go wrong with a lot of them. UK football has uh, they have pretty cool jerseys, I think, for the most part. Indeed, indeed. Uh, the next texter says the TJ food takes this morning were moi chef's kiss. I like a good sauce, but don't love them. Cheese dip excluded, but also the look of shame my wife gives me when I order two of something, and she was planning on only ordering one and eating half is one of many indicators that I am in fact a big fat fatty. <laughs> Last thing on the Michael Williams. His brother is Michael Trigg, who committed to USC in the last recruiting cycle. Really hoping we can pull off the commitment from him. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky recruited Michael Trigg. It, did, it isn't Trigg. It wasn't Trigg like a basketball football do like yeah. wanted to play both potentially. Yes, that, that, that was never really, really uh, ends up happening too much. No, no. But I so I heard the same thing. I need to because Trigg went to school in Tampa. And Michael Williams is not going to school in Tampa. So I also don't know if that's like an actual brother or just, you know, like his brother. Like I don't, I haven't been able to differentiate between the two. Well, you let us know when you find out. We'll, we'll, we'll do some Googling to figure that out. <laughs> Texter says, when do the Drake tickets for UK students go on sale? I've been checking Ticketmaster every morning for the last five years, but still haven't seen anything. Yeah, man, that was a that was fun to dream, right? Oh yeah, I I, I remember 
I remember that. That was funny at the beginning of the Cal era where it was like, Drake may write a song about Kentucky. How cool would that be? <laughs> yeah, we, we, thought, we, we thought that too. And all the while, Jay-Z had Kentucky or Kentucky reference in a song. And the biggest song of the year, of maybe of the decade, one might argue. And people were still fighting over Drake. Suck it, Drake. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think Drake's fine. A texter says Aaron Rodgers holding a bucket of ketchup, Brad Cox, and a 12 foot of Ghana wearing a tracksuit all walk into the studio at the same time. Which one of you passes out from the lack of blood flow to the brain first? <laughs> Roush, many people are saying Brad Cox can't win the big one. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't blame them because he was, he had two horses ready to win and they were just, just behind Medina spirit, man. There was also, like, from a photo finish perspective, not like a photo finish at the wire, but they were all staggered almost exactly a half length from one another. Ah, so close. I do think Aaron Rodgers holding the bucket of ketchup would also get TJ fired up today. Maybe you might dump that bucket of ketchup on him out of frustration. Well, I'd have to have a little Danny Tanner heart-to-heart with him. I'd have to, like... Tap on the bed and be like, "All right, Aaron, come down, buddy. What's wrong? What's what's got you? What's you got you feeling blue?" And then I, you know, and then he goes and he gets engaged really soon after he had long relationships with these other people. And I just, I hope everything's all right. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, something could be wrong there, but Aaron, you can do it, buddy. Yeah, hey, I gotta quick. just go, go, go win another Super Bowl and just like stop. Go win another Super Bowl. You got to get one more. And you're too good not to. Packers are set up pretty nicely for you. You've gone 13 and three the last two years. Like, just go, 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 finish one more, and then, and then you move on, and everybody can move on, and and just come on. We all need each other here. The only question I have about this text is, where's the tracksuit come from on the iguana? <laughs> that, that's a good. You know what? I don't. I can't answer that. For Everything that. else <laughs> makes sense except for the tracksuit. I don't get it. Maybe Justin wears more tracksuits than we know. This person's uh, on to something. Not confirmed. Texas says Hawaii making its debut on the Facebook page. Hashtag warning. Hashtag don't go. Yeah, you always get some random posts from time to time on uh, the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. I really hate it that you all did. You went through all the trouble to get the show parlay going and just couldn't couldn't get it off the ground. Well, here's kind of the sad the sad thing about it too is the, the, the first time we did it, you know, what I would do is I'd pick out a few horses I like. Justin picked out a few horses he liked, and then obviously if there was one that we both liked, we'd go with that one. Right, well, right. he rattled off a couple, I rattled off a couple, and we had one in common that we both liked, and I was like, all right, well that's going to be the one to do it. I I did the wrong number. I thought he I thought he Oh man. I, I, I bet thought, the four that ended up winning and TJ went with the five. So I, I thought he mm. so he he was like, I like the one, four, and the seven. And I was like, Well, I like the four, five, and the seven. I thought that he we had agreed on the five. Oh, which man. I, I love the four. Like, you know, I had had a four in another in another bet too that was a loser because I didn't have the other horses right either. But um because I like the I did like the five. But yeah, so that was a disaster. And then the next one was Aunt Pearl. So like, we mm. just got we got hosed, man. Yep, yep. I d- I will say that, like, the first off, TJ, you did it. That's when you know you've officially been to the track 
plenty of times when you start making bets like everybody's done that you push the wrong button on your phone had oh, a few yeah. cocktails it happens um but one thing that i saw this weekend that i don't think i've seen before like i especially in a race this high but the dead heat on saturday and i like I, I i've seen it but i've never had action on it and i didn't know what they would do and the dead heat did kind of mess up the way that the payouts did for bet like a lot of people it was a dead heat between two horses and one of them was like a 20 to one and it would have paid out handsomely but since it was a dead heat you pull their money together and you split between those two horses and so a lot of people were kind of kicking themselves because they didn't get the the, the bigger long shot in there but that was that just kind of goes to show you i mean hell on saturday the first race it was like four across crossing the finish line and one one by a nose like there was some exciting action all weekend long. And man, uh, I already had somebody saying, so uh, see Thursday at Dollar Beers. I was like, let me just at least get through Sunday, Monday before I uh, set my sights on the on the next one. Nah, takes a lot out of you, especially when you're, when, when you're old. And we're old. Yes. Uh, I want to remind you about the 2021 Big Exports Radio golf cards. They're hot off the press, and this year's cards feature Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, and Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round, cart included. You're not going to get a better deal, especially when you consider how nice these courses are. The 2021 Big Exports Radio golf card has a very limited supplies. You're going to want to get yours today whether it's for Father's Day, Mother's Day, a gift for yourself, check it out at BigExportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457, 812-725-1457. We're going to hit a break. We'll come back. We'll get to a few more texts, and then probably top of the hour, we'll get into Nolan Hickman, UK basketball, and what the hell is going on. This is KRC. I'm Big X, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin, Justin Kalen. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker. I know that, dude. And Roush. Walker! Yeah! Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Exports Radio. Okay, Roush, I, I had already watched that. I was wondering, Roush during the break, Justin can attest to it, was laughing unlike we've ever heard Roush laugh. He was chuckling like a little school child. And, uh, no, I've seen that video. It is funny, though. Yeah, I, uh, man, did not know where that 20-second clip was going to go, but it went just well, – it, it was a wild ride. I think it's probably – I think it's fake, obviously, but I – it's good. It's good stuff. See, oh, see, I would prefer to just appreciate everything on the internet for face value. Because who would willingly do that to themselves uh, to make it fake? Nevertheless, I put on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. It's very funny. Have a good had, laugh this morning. It just had all the makings of like, hey, what do I need to do to go viral? And it just checks literally all those boxes. So I generally, if it's too good to be true, a lot of times it kind of is. 
but it's hilarious all the same. Even if it's fake, it's funny. You still actually, you know, did you, you, you what happened in the video happened. So, yeah, right, you know, even right. if it is fake, it's still well done. But no, it's it's good, clean fun. It's over on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. And KRC is good, clean fun. We go seven and nine Monday through Friday, and then we come right back on again, nine to 11 for the replay. You can listen on bigexportsradio.com, the TuneIn Radio app, Data, and Hassle-Free. We're on Spotify now. Hat tip to Justin. He made it happen. Wherever you get your podcast, and uh, leave us a review and rating if you wouldn't mind. Best way to get in touch with the show is text in 502-414-1450, and we'll save the basketball talk for the top of the hour, Roush. Mm-hmm. But I'd say we do a few texts here. Good call. And, uh, and that will take us here through hour one. What do we got next? Question of the day. Best breakfast cereal you enjoyed as a child. Cinnamon Toast Crunch won the work poll, but Fruity Pebbles was straight fire when I was a young lad there. I said it. I'm glad that you finally said it. I know that's been weighing on you for a while. Uh, But at the end of the day, we just do need to be true with ourselves that Fruity Pebbles are and were great. It's a fantastic breakfast cereal. Now, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the right answer. It's the best. But yeah, Fruity Pebbles, they're awesome. Apple Jacks are good as well. Lucky Charms. Nobody's going to say no to Lucky Charms, obviously. So, it was also yeah, those are, Frosted those are, Flakes for me. No, I was, I was never a Frosted Flakes guy. I was never really – Honey Nut Cheerios are solid, but they were never really in my repertoire. Um, but, no, I, I was kind of the very sugary, unhealthy cereal, Roush. Yeah, I would say that, yeah, those are the – we cover our bases. And, and it, they come in waves with cereals, uh, but Reese's Puffs – tip like that that felt like a nice treat because you didn't always get them but when they were on sales like ooh, oh let's go for it and then the, I, th- I think what i liked about it too is it never got really socky socky soggy <laughs> jesus i mean we're only one hour into oh yeah hour two is gonna be whew. Oh, I've had a tough time talking today. This, Hold this on to is, your butts. This is the Monday after Derby. There's no doubt about it. And oh, I think man. if people love us and care about us, Roush, they're not going to judge us. No, no, and they shouldn't. If anything, they should just point and laugh at us. Laugh at us. Uh, Texter says, WTF is this show on the Big X. Boo. Uh, I think people knew we were going to probably take Friday off. I think Thursday was a surprise to some folks, Roush. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, suck it. We 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 work too hard. We deserve to day off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then Texas says, "Jamin Davis to the Washington football team sucks to suck, bro. Go Cowboys." Well, you got plenty of Wildcat flavor in your NFL draft, Cowboys fan. You did it, Roush. I'm not like I'm. Maybe you're not after this weekend. The person asked because you were celebrating Derby and stuff. What are the Houston Texans going to do at quarterback? Oh wow! I mean, because it's the Watson thing. At a minimum, seems complicated, and I don't know. <laughs> if, I don't know if that if, if that a good gets way all, to put it. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if all that gets uh, tied up or figured out before before the season starts. And then he, things were messy with the Texans and him even before all this. So I, ooh, are they like the worst run? Well, yeah, they gotta be. I mean, that, they're as inept of franchise as there is. And they're an inept franchise that's made the playoffs like 10 years in a row too. Uh, it, it was almost like they, they built it up to a certain point And then 
let Bill O'Brien get too much power, and then all of a sudden it's it's crumbled in a heartbeat. So I mean, and was there anybody that just like fell up faster than Bill O'Brien? Like he had that one season at Penn State, and it really wasn't even all that great of a season. But it was just there was such it was such a disaster of of you know kind of rebuild and whatnot that everybody was just appreciative that they didn't lose every game by a billion. So. And then he gets the Texans job and then not only gets the Texans job, but he keeps getting like more responsibilities despite the Texans just being pretty average. You know, they were like a go to the playoffs every few years, but didn't really do anything in the playoffs unless I'm misremembering it. No, never. They just play that Saturday wildcard game, lose every year. Is Randall, Randall Cobb still with the Texans, right? Yeah, I believe so. Man, certainly wouldn't mind if he went literally anywhere else. Confirmed he's still with the Texans. Except the NFC North, in which case just enjoy Houston. Don't want him in the same division. It just it gets complicated. It gets right, icky. Right, you don't right, want, no, nobody no, nobody wants it. Let's do one more. A texter says, question of the day, best Adam Sandler movie. Happy Gilmore for me, but Big Daddy is right up there. Anyone who says anything after 2005 should be ridiculed. There, I said it. Well, good. Uh, you finally said it. No, thank, thankfully, there's somebody brave enough to do that. But I will say uh, that he did make one banger after 2005. Just go with it. Very dumb, but also very awesome. The one with Jennifer Anderson. Uh, there, there's some good laughs in that one. So I, I was a fu- there, I was a funny people fan. Actually, never. It obviously it. wasn't his. It, it obviously, I, I enjoyed it. Um, either people seem to like have my response or they absolutely hated it. I haven't met anybody that's like, oh my gosh, Funny People's an awesome movie. But it's either people are like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Or what kind of person would answer this question by saying uncut gems? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be so weird. What about, have you all seen Sandy Wexler? I liked that one. <laughs> I'm convinced you just made up that name, right? right no, here. it's on. It's on Netflix. It was Wexler. It was a. Wexler. It it was a early, I think it might have been his first Netflix movie. Ooh, Texter, I'm gonna have to give you a second because Hubie Halloween was enjoyable. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, great stuff. See, I love too that they just wanted us to say Billy Madison, and we all have just said "suck it" to all the late nineties. <laughs> Which, uh, by no. the way, they had a they had a Adam Sandler movie marathon on one of the cable channels yesterday. That really, I mean, it was exactly what I needed. Got a little bit of deeds in there, a little bit of Big Daddy, just the dumb cheap laughs I needed. The scene where he throws the flaming cat out of the window, like that's just good, clean fun. Yeah, and I the movie that's kind of grown on me that is not my favorite Adam Sandler movie, Waterboy. That one just gets better and better mm-hmm. um, more times you watch it. And uh, but I'd still probably say Happy Gilmore's number one. Oh, Sunday movie last night at the Walker House, we watched Almost Famous. Great movie. I don't know why anybody didn't tell me about it. Oh yeah, just uh, this is the part where you get the text from Trevor. Yeah, that was an awesome movie. Yeah, Trevor's a big almost famous fan. Mm. He, yeah, he's gonna text me and he's gonna be like, seriously, once I leave the show, you th- that's when you watch all these movies, blah, 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 blah. I can already hear mm-hmm. him saying it. <coughs> all right, let's go to <laughs> sounds like me. Tre- we sound like the Monday after Derby, everybody sounds like Trevor. <laughs> yeah, it's Trevor Day. <laughs> All right, this, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I'm over. I, 
Hour two, Kentucky Roll Call. Let's talk UK basketball, Nolan Hickman, and what the heck is up with the Cats. This is KRC. I'm Big X. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two. Of Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, we appreciate you spending your Monday with us. Easily one of the worst Mondays of the year, but we have a lot to talk about, and it's been yeah. fun so far, so that's been nice. Can, and, I, can yeah. I mention one thing from the weekend, TJ? Very underrated, hilarious moment. Please. So I, I convinced Justin to come out to the South end to play cards on Wednesday night, kind of get the, the ball rolling on the weekend. And naturally, Justin walks in, is is he's ready to raise some hell. So what does he do? He's got a big OIU shirt on. And immediately one of my friends goes, wait, is that the Hoosier dingus? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yep, Hoosier dingus here. He had to be such a Hoosier dingus. He had to go back out to his car to get his IU uh his IU koozie as well. Koozie, so yep. Really, really pour the salt in the wound. So well, very well, on brand. I love it. Love I mean, it was it was all for a reason, Nick. I, I walked in the door and you all were frazzled. I mean, visibly frazzled. And that was my goal. I mean, I we went into poker. Y'all were thinking about my shirt instead of my game, and it nearly cost you all, but it didn't. Nearly, nearly. Yeah, Justin said that the group uh he got out and then the group just split the pot and and he even like proposed hey can i just get a little cut and then y'all get out before but i guess they had him dead to rights but that's the old south end squeeze you get out the you get out the outsiders and then you split the pot yeah not well, sure i'll make that mistake anymore it's also when you're down to four people and the fourth is justin and he's got not even a hand's worth of chips like of course, they're just going to bully you out. Like, come on. I, I was hanging on, though. I was hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then oh. your Roush, your wife basically just robbed me blind doing the little, like, it was the it was the dice and the wheel game. Mm, the, di- the dice, too, you can win big. The wheel, I, I got some suckers on Saturday, too. That was some beer money. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of beer money on Saturday, but... And you know what? There was even a guy or two there that I'm like, oh, God, can't believe he's here. But you know what? If I can take his money and fine by me. I was, uh, yeah, I told, I told your wife that South End hospitality is you just take, you just take outsiders money in gambling games, but you smile while you're doing it. So they don't even realize they're being robbed. <laughs> yeah. And then you do the round and round and go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's why yep. I'm sore. I've been screaming, trying to steal people's money. 
Yep. It, uh, and then another observation I made to Roush while at the, the tailgate and everybody was friendly that, that, uh, I spoke with and I really did enjoy myself. And I think Justin did too. And it was a fun little KRC get together. Everybody in the South end is just tall. Like just yeah. that picture of us is hilarious because Roush, like people were telling me, they were like, I forgot how, how big Roush is. Cause TJ, you're like six foot. You're not small. I'm certainly not tall by any stretch of the imagination, but Roush just towers over you. And then <laughs> it's almost an equal distance between Justin and I, but Roush is just like, he's not even one of the tall ones in his friend group. There's like, there's other dudes who mm-hmm. everybody in the South end is just tall. I don't understand it, but, um, you know, I guess it's something I, I don't quite have to understand. You know, we'll kick your ass and steal your girl too, by God. <laughs> Imagine how short I felt, TJ. <laughs> I just I feel like each South End friend group has to have somebody nicknamed Slim in it. Uh there's one guy that definitely fits that. We don't call him Slim, but you know what? I might <laughs> might have to start doing that. Yeah. The, but uh, everybody is friendly and it was it was a good time and weather, like you said. It oh, uh, we, we deserved it after everything we've been through. Heck yeah, we did. Man. Uh, you know what we don't deserve. <sighs> well, you know what I don't whether we deserve it or not. Uh, I don't want West Coast kids done. See you later. Yeah, I think that's the nail in the coffin, right? Yeah, Nolan Hickman, he, he like you know, most of the time you at least get a year before they decide they don't want to be at UK anymore. <laughs> Hickman didn't even make it to campus. Didn't make it to campus. But you know what, TJ? If if we were going down that road anyway, it might be for the best that it was stopped now. Um, I uh, did, did you read, Jack, the, the comments that his father shared with, with Jack Pilgrim over the weekend about I, I being did. homesick? Yeah, and, and could 100% be truthful, and that's the exact situation that's going on. But like that's exactly what you'd want. That's just that that's your easy answer, right? Yeah. Like yes. it, it could certainly be something deeper. It could be, oh, I feel like Kentucky is bringing in too many grad transfers, and my son not having the experience, blah blah blah. He may not get to play as much, or uh, or it could be, hey, uh, he just doesn't want to play for Calipari. He was cool with barbie and justice but just not so much with with cal by himself he doesn't know these other assistants and eh, we ain't doing like it, it but the homesickness aspect of it that's just kind of a go-to nobody can really question it nobody can really get like mad about it um i think you can bring up the fact that like you want to play in the nba and you're worried about where you're going to be for a year of college uh, that's something you're going to have to get figured out but um so I don't know. It doesn't really tell me much of of anything. I will say this as somebody that's been confident that like I don't too big to fail, as we've joked about. But mm-hmm. in all in all sincerity, it's you, you you get more nervous. I mean, you're you're going the other way. You needed to kind of round out your roster, and now you've got another hole to fill. So it does get it is nerve wracking. And I loved Nolan Hickman's game. That's not going to change. I wonder where he's going to end up. It'll be interesting to see. But he's an awesome passer. Well. He'll probably end up staying on the West Coast, so we really won't get to see a lot of him, unfortunately. But uh, he he will be a fun player. He's a good basketball player. He's a smart player. He seemed like a really great kid. Pretty bummed uh, by this decommitment. I I really wish it could have worked out. Kentucky, I think, was a little surprised by it. I I think they figure that they can overcome this because they always think that. But uh, I think they were a little surprised by it as well. And uh, I'm bummed, Roush. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
because we we talked about it going in the weekend. We get we want good news every weekend for Kentucky basketball, and this yeah. is a a feather in the wrong cap. And particularly from a like, I I don't think any of us were sold on Hickman being the point guard that was going to get Kentucky the promised land. But he had all the tools to where he wasn't going to be a bad option necessarily. So to take that away and you aren't getting any closer to finding a guy, it oh, it's like, oh, gosh. I, I, I just get more worried that we haven't gotten more good news that we've expected. It's it's just going the opposite direction, like you said earlier. Right, so I, I, hated, I hated that so much because it was uh, definitely a word-of-mouth news. And that, that you heard, and I just was like, wait, no, no, don't. I, I don't want to hear that. I'm, Justin can can attest. I was pretty – I was not happy about it. Yeah, I was actually getting ready to bring that up. That TJ got the news when we were sitting in the stands at Churchill on Friday, and he instantly went from pump to, oh, crap, this isn't good. I mean, it, it was his whole emotion just drained off of his face, like – and and I knew why. I mean, you've been talking about Hickman TJ for months now, and how much you like that kid coming to Kentucky, and likely would have had a good good year or two at Kentucky, but not going to be the case now. Oh, uh, it was just one of those things. Like Kentucky got, you know, did he did he ever finish as a five star or was it a four star? But he was a four star when he committed, and it was kind of like, huh, this guy out west hadn't heard a lot about him in UK, even like really recruiting him, and it's not your like you know, top five, top 10 players. So wonder what's going on here. And then the more and more I watched of them and, and to be fair, mostly highlight tapes, but it was just like, gosh, he can do so much with the ball in his hands. And he, he just kind of gets the game of basketball. It seems like some people either they you do get it or you don't get it. He just kind of understood where he needed to be, how to set dudes up. Super unselfish, just a player that, guys like playing with somebody that just makes teams better. So I don't like that. He's not going to be in the, uh, in the fold. That's a, that's a, that's a loss. He's a good basketball player. So I am bummed by it. And then also me going defending him. Cause I do think he outplayed Ty Ty Washington until he got hurt. And then Ty Ty dominated and, and Ty Ty was really good himself. And you could come away watching that game, liking both dudes. Uh, my initial instinct was like, oh, okay, maybe Kentucky told him, hey, we're bringing in X, Y, and Z, and he didn't like that, so he wanted to open things back up. It seems like that's not the case based on just a lot of different right. reports, uh, that that's not necessarily exactly how it's going to unfold. I'm not panicked in terms of what Kentucky's roster is going to look like, and even it is as simply as I'm just not – like Cal, Antigua, I think this is going to be a good week for UK basketball for what it's worth just because – Cal knows how the game works. We had bad news last week. He's going to come back and hit people with things to get excited about. Will it be as simple as them announcing the coaches? I think it'll be more than that, but I think at a minimum, you'll at least have that, and that'll be something to get excited about. Or you'll hear UK reaching out to different targets or something like that. There'll they'll be, they'll be good news. There'll be things to get excited about. But, Roush, I'm not panicked because I simply just go back to the fact that this staff – of dudes who we don't know too much about chin, but we obviously know plenty about Antigua from his first in at Kentucky and then getting to know Lucas, the short time that we have They're They're not going to go into the season coming off a nine and 16 season. Not, not with a roster that they like, I don't care what they have to do. 
Adam Miller went to LSU. That was a little surprise to me too. I really liked him. So it's been it's kind of been a rough weekend for players that I've liked on the re, on the recruiting scene. But that that's as simple as it is for me, Roush. I'm just not going to believe that they're gonna they're gonna fail. And that's probably blind optimism at this point. But they're they don't have a guard, dude. Like they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get pieces. I mean, they got they got Kellen Grady and you you know Dante Allen, I guess, as a shooting guard. If you want to consider him a two or a three, I guess that's up to you. But it's they got they got to get people like they're you know they're gonna have to go get people and I've got uh, I, I think we should use this maybe as a well tease no tease who cares yeah whatever but the Jose Alvarado stuff have you kept up with that at all? Not heard the name before. So so this is a uh, this is like you know I don't really get scoop much anymore and I don't care um, too it doesn't like you know the, the whole thing is kind of funny but. There's a big rift between old Josh Pastner and Calipari with this Alvarado stuff. Kentucky, people around Kentucky, how this stuff works, again, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a dirty game, but to think that Kentucky's alone in doing this. But somebody, you know, Alvarado's aware that Kentucky's interested in him if he wants to enter the portal. And Alvar and Kentucky's of the belief that Alvarado's interested in just potentially doing that. And if he does, it's going to end up him going to Kentucky. That's that Georgia Tech guard who was so good during their ACC tournament run. And um, just as I think he was all ACC, maybe defensive player of the year in the ACC. But he's just a tough guard. He dominated UK. He dominated Askew. But, Are you uh, sure he's not the Philadelphia Phillies relief pitcher? I just saw the same thing, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the Georgia Tech guy now, though. Yeah, he, he was defensive player of the year. No, the big guy was their defensive player of the year, right? In the ACC, uh, I don't he was know. the uh, yeah, because Georgia Tech somehow the defensive player and the player of the year, and Alvarado was the player of the year. So he was really he, good. He technically entered the draft. He's going to hire an agent, but he is doing like the agent thing where he can return to school still too if mm-hmm. he wants to. But people at Georgia Tech are big time mad, not little mad, not with like a it's a lowercase they uh, or it's an uppercase, I should say. They are furious with like Calipari and UK and Pastner's been like trashing Cal behind his back saying he gets a Whoa. million he gets a million dollars per win and uh, it, it's it's messy. It's a messy situation. They've told Alvarado that they will completely blackball him at Georgia Tech if he leaves. And he's like, he's a fan favorite because he's been there forever and he's played a lot. And obviously that ACC tournament run was so big for them. So ultimately, I'm starting to think that it's that it's not going to work out. But I, even the person I was talking to, I was like, well, that's kind of a crappy thing to do. You know, like you could be upset by it, sure. But at the end of the day, it's still a kid trying to do, well, not a kid, you know, he's 23, but it's still a young adult trying to do what they think is best for them. It's, it's probably better. It's probably not professional to be so petty. And this person I was talking to was like, well, it is just kind of bogus that that Georgia Tech's done so much for him and then Kentucky can swoop in when he's not even in the portal, which isn't technically even legal, um, which it's not like Calipari's calling Jose Alvarado. You know, like there's back channels that people use to go about this stuff. So I don't know the full story except the fact that it's messy. And uh, Georgia Tech ain't happy with UK and old Josh Pastner ain't happy with John Calipari. That's the that's the behind the scenes scuttlebutt. And uh maybe Jack or Travis or some of those guys can get more more intel. But 
I don't know what you're going to do if you're Alvarado. Uh, it's kind of, they, they're putting you in a tough spot. I think he's got a kid as well, if I'm not mistaken. So that makes things a little bit more challenging. But UK would love to have him, supposedly. That's all that that's that's all the scuttlebutt I've heard is they would absolutely want him. Georgia Tech would hate to lose him. And uh, I guess he's got a pretty tough decision to make in that regard. Yeah, and part of this that to, to go back to our original point here. That that's where I'm I'm trying not to get too takey with Hickman decommitting because it does feel like no matter how far along you are in this process, there's going to be guys out there. But I would feel better if you just got a guy. You know, I and we thought Miller could potentially have been it on Saturday. Just having another guy would make me feel more comfortable to where UK isn't just we're sitting here playing this game a month from now where like, all right, well, there's somebody out there. There's somebody out there. And then, you know, you're you're left with your pockets empty, stuck at the racetrack trying to find your car. So, you know, you, you, you don't want to be in that situation. And that that's the only part of me that kind of I have worried in the back of my mind. I just refuse. Like, it's not like Kentucky's going to go in the next season being like, well, crap, you know, we've only got eight players and it's going to have to be Kellen Grady running point with Dante Allen as the two. Like, it, it, that's just not going to happen. They're going to get people. And they've already kind of turned down a lot of people that are pretty good. So they think that they can get a higher level. Roush, you're right. At some point, you got to go land those guys. It's May. People can start getting to campus and doing this stuff in June. So we, you still have time. You still have a, you know, I still would give it this whole month before I'd start to get panicky. But if the situation looks like this in June, then I'm going to I'm going to be pretty nervous because uh, then you are running. You're running out of time significantly at that point. You know how many players are uncommitted or technically in the portal. And uh, supposedly a few of the players that Kentucky's looking at aren't in the portal right now. So maybe that won't really end up mattering in that extent. But it's uh, I, I get why people are getting antsy, but you, you really do just need to be a little bit more patient. And if it makes people feel better and it should you should go ahead and just include CJ Frederick as committed. Like, you know, he, he is on, he's going to be a wildcat. So you'll at least have, you'll be able to check that box. Uh, I believe I, I'd be surprised if he decided to go anywhere else. So then it's, what else can you get? Is a Marcus Carr an option? Jose Alvarado, either one of those two, both of them, then that's absolutely nuts. I'd be surprised if that were to happen. Can you get Ty Ty Washington to join the fold? Cause then if you get, Let's just say you got Jose Alvarado, Ty Ty Washington, and CJ Frederick with Grady. Okay, like that's that's good. That's that's a good backcourt uh, depth. A little concerning. You may need a little bit more out of a CJ Frederick or a Dante Allen mm-hmm. potentially, but that would be all right. So there's still plenty of options, Roush. But I I do get why people are antsy, and it doesn't seem like Cal has this master plan like I think we were hoping. But I still think it'll be okay. Well, in as impatient as I'm being, get Antigua and Chin in here and see who they're going to bring in. I mean, because that, I mean, that's why you had the defection in Hickman in the first place, because you're changing the coaching staff. You expect when you make coaching changes for there to be attrition. That's just how sport, college sports work. But let's see, get, come on, let's cook us up something good, Coach O. Cook us up something good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I do get why people are getting antsy, and I guess I'm maybe a little bit more concerned than I was, but uh, still, 
still think it's going to be okay when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I think this week's going to be a, a step in the right direction in that regard. Uh, but interesting stuff all the same. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get back to the text line, 502-414-1450. But there are our thoughts on Nolan Hickman decommitting from Kentucky. Ain't happy about it. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We will be back. Check baby one two three four. Check baby check baby one two three. Check baby check baby one two. Check baby check baby one. It's cool. One. I'm sick of the beach is like sweeter than candy. I'm feeling manly and your shake is coming in handy. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. I am good. You know what? You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home and they suck. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Want to remind you about our friends at Bobby Cook Golf Academy over off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. They have three golf simulators. You can play any course. You can hit the virtual range or get lessons from Bobby Cook himself. He'll make you a better golfer, and he'll do it on the cheap. Again, go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more information. They're over off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. And uh, had a number. Thought I've had it all pulled up, but uh, don't. So get back to you on the number for the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. But it's certainly on the website, 812-913-4415. Yeah, give them a call. Visit them today. Uh, We got the good weather last weekend. We're getting the bad this week, but I, I, I will not complain about it. We'll not complain about it one bit. Yeah, you'll take the you take the a good weather derby anytime you could get it, and it was literally perfect. Nice little breeze too. You just couldn't top it. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of golf, uh, Old Capitals on the new golf card for Big X mm-hmm. went and played there on Saturday, and it is phenomenal. It is it's in such good shape. I paid forty five dollars to play. That was the only course on there that I had not like ever heard. I even Googled it because I just wanted to see like where it was. That was the only course. So that means all the courses on the golf cart are real nice, Clark, because that was the only one I couldn't really speak of or known somebody that has played it. Um, I, but now I do. So Old good Capital, deal. arguably the best course on that golf cart. I love Old Capital. The views you'll get, it's really hilly. There's a lot of water. It's a great course. Well, they need to maybe have us out there, you know? I'm in. Let's wink, do wink. it. Nudge, nudge, yeah. <laughs> Make it happen. All right. Uh, let's, where, where are we at on the text line? We are at the text where the texter says, we need some Roush picks for the ponies before he's gone completely mojito Mac after beating Kentucky. Oh, too late. Too late. And mine didn't Gosh, hit it just, either way. I've got to... I've got to get in on my buddy because he, uh, I think he's going to have to become our official horse handicapper. He won two grand this year on the Derby race, and it was 28,000 that he won last year. So, um, small Derby day for him, only winning two grand. Jesus. Need to get, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to start cranking. Yeah. Got to happen. Got to get those picks. A texter says Hickman, West Coast kid. Huh. 
and Jaden Hardy is committing in two weeks. Wouldn't that be just like such a fun introduction into the Antigua 2.0 era that somehow they pull Hardy over to Kentucky? That would just have everybody just relaxed, happy. But I think he's announcing mm. uh, two weeks, and it's probably going to be to the G League. Right, right, right. Hmm. Or anything else would be a surprise. Doesn't mean that doesn't happen in recruiting literally all the time, but anything else would seemingly be a surprise. It would be one hell of a way for Orlando Antigua to, you know, come back and put it all out on the table. (laughs) That would be great. That'd be a good start. That'd that'd make folks happy. Texter says, would guess they're pretty likely to land Wheeler now. Maybe. I, and I would be fine with that. I liked uh, I, the people that were bashing UK looking into Wheeler. I just think that's ridiculous, but everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But Wheeler and Hickman did a lot of similar things. You know, we talked – like what I had said it as was, all right, between the two of them, you are locked into having a great leader at point guard who's going to find open people. Hickman's a better shooter than Wheeler – but Wheeler's more experienced, obviously has played in the SEC for several seasons. So between the two of them, you were guaranteed. All right, well, if Hickman's gone, then Wheeler is just going to be – you're probably going to have to play him more minutes. And he's used to playing plenty of minutes, so that's not the end of the world. You just don't need him shooting. So hopefully surround him with C.J. Frederick and Grady and Dante Allen and then go get another shooter or two just to to make sure because that's where I'd get a little worried Roush is if you if Kentucky needed Wheeler to score offense instead of create offense. Yes. Um, well, and, and Wheeler too is just the the kind of guy Kentucky needed last year. Just get into the lane, like getting some sort of ability to penetrate and kick. I know as much as people want to call out Cal's offense for being. Oh, this dribble drive is not going to work. You got to shoot threes. Well, to get the three-point shooters open, you have to penetrate and draw defenders in. And Kentucky was absent that last year. Wheeler can provide that. Got to make the defense collapse. The texter says, losing Hickman is massive. TJ was super impressed with him at Geico. Outplayed Tatai, according to him. Cal slowly losing his grip on the program and recruiting. Zero point guards on the roster. Bold strategy, Cotton. This is the texter that's generally just kind of mean to me. Uh, I'm not backing off any of those things. I said all those things, and he did outplay Ty-Ty before he started cramping up or whatever the hell happened to him, and then Ty-Ty completely dominated and took over the game and won and was named MVP, and all those things were also deserved. So uh, I don't think Cal's overall losing his grip, but got to start. I I look forward to seeing what the final roster looks like, and I'm, I'm getting just as antsy as anybody else. But there is still this month. Just clocks a ticking, Roush. It yep. is a ticking. Texter asked, TJ, what are your thoughts on Cara Maria and Polly from War of the Worlds? Because I bleeping hate them so much. Fudge them and those nose rings they rode in on. Uh, I, I think that they are kind of playing a bit more than anything, but they're entertaining. The seasons are more fun when they're on them. But yeah, they come across as huge goobers. Polly is like the king of the goobers. But Car Marie is a absolute challenge legend. She she the fact that we haven't seen her when was the last season that we saw her? I don't know. But she she's one of the uh, she's one of the all timers. 
She's got a long challenge history. A lot of funny, so supposedly behind the scenes stories with Cara Marie. Mm-hmm. A texter says, question for Trevor. Should I, as a Titans fan, be excited for Des Fitzpatrick or disappointed? Yeah, Des, I think, went a little earlier than people thought he was going to go. But then Hawkins didn't get drafted, Roush. Yeah, and that's got to be a size concern thing. Like, There's no – because he is a little dude. I think he only weighs like a buck. 60 or something like that so i could see where you worry about the wear on tear and a guy that small and because running backs are a little bit of diamond dozen but i think fitzpatrick you could at least say hey this guy's got the raw tools uh you just tell yourself hey malik cunningham stunk as a quarterback he wasn't utilized as much as he should be fitzpatrick can be a decent pro, but I wouldn't be over the moon with it by any means if I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. Yeah, I mean, what He's round? A fourth rounder. Yeah. Fourth round. Yeah, you know, it's not – you're not making or breaking your draft on fourth rounders either, so. No. Uh, texter says, TC from Lexington here. Hey, TC, with the decommitment of Hickman and Miller headed LSU, I was like, you, TJ, I really like both those players. How do you even begin to feel optimistic about what's Cal's trying to do to fix the worst season in UK history? Pilgrim says Hickman didn't leave because of other players being added, so obviously Cal's in scramble mode now and doesn't look hopeful. Yeah, I, you know, it, it seemed like the Adam Miller, like when once the dominoes started falling on Orlando to UK and then Miller was going to transfer and Kentucky needing bodies, uh, but – LSU with the little dollar sign for the for the S. Um, LSU is going to be good next year. SEC is really just going to yeah, be loaded. It's it going really... to be crazy. Uh, but TC, there's still a month, and there's still a lot of really good options, and I just refuse to believe for two straight seasons Cal's going to look like a dingus on the sidelines because he just – didn't do a great job with the roster and Orlando and Teague was coming in with them. And and I'm sure that they, between the two of them and you throw chin in the mix, they've got some sort of plan, but it's a little, it's, it's uh, I, I thought, it, I thought we were trending upwards and now I think we've uh, taken a dip and, and we don't want dips because we had a whole season that was one old big stinky dip. So I, I would hope that, I mean, it's. I, I hope these takes a month from now of folks that are really overly worried look very dumb because a lot of the same people were hoping for changes that come to, to come to the coaching staff. When you do that, it, you're going to change the roster even more as well. So, um, I, I would. If a year from now we're having similar conversations about West, another West Coast kid, I'd much rather it happen now than after a year of poor play. Yeah. Texter says, shout out to Nick's ex-boss. That liberal dingus finally proved worthwhile. Got those Preakness picks ready, Matty boy. Oh, I take it he was on uh, the Baffert as well? I, I, I suppose so. But that's uh, – I, I just need to start – I do listen to other people. That's the thing, though. It feels like even when I listen to other people, like when they give me choices, I still just pick the wrong ones among those, those choices. So, so. Some of my – some of mine too is like, I need to take my Bob Baffert California bias and just said, I'm picking with my heart too much instead of my head, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like the whole head. Jim Beheim thing, Nick. When you told me to write it down that Jim Beheim has a double digit seed, he'll be playing for a sweet 16. It's yep. like that if Bob Baffert's on Derby. You got to, you just got to bet it. Yep. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That Baffert. 
He's pretty good. Texter says, hey, gents, been a wild sports week and lots of stuff you all will get into, but maybe you all can do a small shout out to the people in India. Rocket City Rob here. It's a nightmare out there. Took my derby winnings and hopefully it'll end up in the right place. Keep up the good work and let's all stay safe. Yes, staying safe is important, Rocket City Rob. And uh, need to get all these extra vaccines that Americans don't want and give them to the rest of the world, which I think yeah. we are starting to take the steps to do, which uh, that's good. That's that's where the United States can kind of do some good. as so much in-house fighting, but let's at least try to give back in places that we can. And, uh, yeah, it's what just interesting to see what's going on in all these places. But thinking about everybody, Rocket City Rob. Oh, yeah. Texter says, shot a 118 on Friday. So keeping your score shows you have improvement, Roush. Seven strokes better than last time. Golf is a marathon, not a sprint. Always progress to be made, which is why it's great. Keep track of your score no matter how bad you may be so you can flat out suck it. Good for you, buddy. Uh, that's what it's all about. And it's brick by brick. Hey, Mark Stoops in this Kentucky football program wasn't built overnight. Took some time, mm -hmm. and uh, now UK is heading into the – a season where they're going to win the SEC East, Roush. Yep, it's going to happen. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, how was your old derby? Any good stories? Was it even derby if you and your group didn't listen to Peaches by Justin Bieber? I don't know if we did listen to Peaches by Justin Bieber. Not familiar. But, I can uh, confirm. Had a, had a real great time. Went to a buddy's house that kind of hosts the annual derby party, and they, they do a good job with it, and it was fun to see folks. And Feels like we're we're taking steps in the right direction of getting back to normal, Roush, as as we've alluded yeah. to. Yeah. Oh man, love to see it, America. We're almost all the way back, getting close. Much Texer says, Roush, if Duke ever gets serious with basketball, are you going to be the type of dad that takes it super serious and watches the games alone in the stands, or are you sitting with the other parents? Roush is going to be like lead, leading the chance with the parents. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. You better believe it. Be a cheerleader. And if you're looking, if you're looking for Duke on the court, he'll be the seven foot three one. <laughs> oh yeah, there's after, a me after meeting Brooke on Saturday, my God, there's no way their kid's not huge. There, there was a time where like Justin and I were we were like that kid Duke's just going to be a monster human, and Justin was like, yes, he is. He is. <laughs> he is going to be. He will be. He'll probably. He if he wants to. Yeah. You'd probably yeah. rather him play basketball than football, right? If you if you if you picked. Oh, all of them. No need to specialize. The one that I really want to avoid is baseball because travel baseball just sounds like hell, to be frank. You know, it's, it's hot. You're going all over the place. At least basketball, you're indoors. Uh, during the summertime, I would like to have some time to enjoy the summer and not sit in a 90-degree ballpark. Well, what if he wants to be a soccer player? Travel soccer kind of sucks. I know. I, I almost mentioned soccer too. <laughs> Those are, but and at least in baseball, you know, you can get fired up for a couple at bats. Soccer, just yeah, it's it's fine. There's plenty, all, of, but... there, there's plenty of good tall soccer players. Peter Crouch, he'll just be I mean, a head, heading specialist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we yesterday was the first time that. I mean, Brooke and I weren't like really feeling it, but we also didn't want to do anything. And, you know, you've got Duke. They, I'm glad he cooperated with one nap. Nap number two took about an hour longer than we anticipated before he was ready to go down. But, man, that was a welcome nap to be able to sleep when he did. I was, whoo, needed that. Needed that. Good job, buddy. You did it. You let, you let Dad get an hour of sleep in. 
Shout Fun out fact, to Duke. Duke's what, one, Nick? Yes. I So I asked Nick at one point on Friday, is Duke half as tall as me? And he said, well, he can grab door handles. So, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, roasted. 30 Tex- years later. A texter says, besides Salsaritas, which restaurant is better, Chipotle or Qdoba? I did a poll on Instagram to get – so to so many intense DMs with people mad about Qdoba being favored less by followers and vice versa. Chipotle is clearly better with its ingredients. All Qdoba has over them is their queso. Thoughts? Uh, well, we don't care about either one. We care about Salsaritas. And Justin finally checked it out. I did, yes. I went on, what was that, Thursday I went? And it was awesome. I still have to leave my food review on the Facebook page. So look for that today. I'll get that done. But. Oh, man. Yeah, it was awesome. What, awesome, what did, awesome. Did you load up on the Wildly Addictive Chips? Yeah, so funny story. I actually told TJ this. Gosh, so this I, is actually – there's nothing funny about it. It's embarrassing. Oh, it's no. Not, it's awesome, I think. I mean, it just had to be done. So I order on the app, of course, the easiest way to do it. Um, get me a burrito bowl. I got me a side of chips for my burrito bowl as well as a side of mild salsa. Um, but I get to the store, and I see my bag of chips, and I'm like, man – there's just not enough chips there. They are wildly addictive. I've had the chips in the past. So I ask them for another bag of chips as along with a side of hot sauce because you all have been raving it up. And, yeah, went on my merry way, ate it all, the hot sauce. I think you all talked up a little bit too much, but the medium was awesome. He, the hot, it was too spicy for him. How, yeah. how I'm a pansy. What do you want? I'm a pansy. <laughs> I don't eat hot. I can't eat hot. But it does showcase that it does have some kick to it. It is mm-hmm. delicious and flavorful, and it's a little too much for the Hoosier dingus. So he, the went flavor, with the, he went with the medium. The flavor was absolutely phenomenal, but I just I couldn't handle the, hick, the kick. Mm. It's, uh, it's good. It, it, they, it does they, they have don't a make, little kick to it. They don't make peppers that hot in East Pekins. Nope. Confirmed. They got two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. Like Justin said, download the app. It's going to save you some money and forget those other places. A texter says, with the draft success that we just had, do you think that Kentucky football can start to consistently get five stars moving forward? Yeah, that's just no. Nobody consistently gets five stars except for Alabama and Clemson. Maybe Georgia. But you got to understand in football recruiting, there's only like 22 five stars. There's not many. They, they don't they, they don't give them out all willy nilly, like in basketball. I think you'll get into your thirties, maybe even forty sometimes with five star no, prospects. No, they they'll usually cap. I mean, thirty usually will be like the most. Okay, but either way, uh, I think I saw at one point that Alabama had twenty percent of the first forty picks of the draft. So like football. It, there's no sport with a greater inequality than college football, and people are like, oh, you can't. Uh, if if you're playing players, the rich are going to get richer. It's like they already are rich, you know. So consistently getting four stars is is really the name of the game. I think Kentucky is there kind of already with about eight or nine a class, and then getting one or two five stars sprinkled in. Um, that that I think is the goal to where ten of your eighteen or nineteen or more are four and five star guys. So that's kind of where you go with this. But I will say the the draft impact does matter especially social media, stuff like that. Like there is a, certainly a trickle down effect because you know, that's the ultimate goal is to, is to go get paid to play. And uh, Kentucky certainly helped their case the last three years. Texter says, how do you all go about telling a girl you don't like her as a romantic, in a romantic fashion without hurting their feelings, AKA they like you more than 
a friend, but you don't like them like that. Uh, dumb text into our show. Yeah, you just, you, obviously tell them you're in the friend zone. Yeah. Oh, and like embarrass them when you do it too. Like let like let them go in for a kiss and then like I mean, hold up like a shoot like a little gun that a thing comes out and it says friend zone or something. And also, sick brag texture. You have a girl that thinks you're attractive. Like you were doing this whole time just to shine a little more light on you. Like yeah. This girl, I she can kick rocks, but she loves me because I she can't keep her hands off me. Come on, as, as a Kentucky fan, who do you all hate more, Tebow or Trey Burton? I didn't, I never, I just didn't really hate Tebow. I don't know. I hated Tebow's speech because I thought that was the corniest damn thing I've ever heard. Oh, in my he life. was super corny. He was all Friday Night Lights and whatnot. But like you know, football needs that every so now, every now and then. And then sometimes you get the Yang with it, where you kind of get a little bad boy like Johnny Menzel. It's just fun to have polarizing people in college football. <laughs> and and you can only really get the the characters in sport like that now too. Like you don't not to get in college basketball because they don't really hang around and. The NBA, they're so dramatic. They're like a bunch of damn gr- middle school girls subtweeting and oh god. You get the, you're right. The good old fashioned oh shucks is is thick in college football. Love it. Ah. Speaking of the NBA being dramatic, did you see the LeBron get fouled last night, guys? I, I saw that he is demanding somebody be fired. No, he so he went up for a layup. Guy went up to block him. Guy didn't even make any contact with him. But LeBron holds his head like the guy elbowed him in the head. It was, it was comical. Yeah, he. I guess uh, he's saying that like the play-in tournament, whoever came up with that deserves to be fired. <laughs> he wasn't saying that when they weren't well, having to play in it. He was not. But I think this is only like the second year they've done mm, it. So yeah. Oh, LeBronathan, LeBronathan James just. Always loves the drama. Texter says, sorry, boys. Been off the text game for a little bit. How drunk does Roush sound right now? Love it. Also, went to Thurby and Oaks, and boy, it feels great to be back. Don't want to hear anything less than 100% for the Krogue this fall. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, I think, you know, you, you would think that it would be, but I guess uh, I guess that's a little ways away, Roush. No, no need to set it in stone right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I also wouldn't hate it if they said, hey, we're planning for full capacity. Obviously, things could change a little. That's what I would do if I were them. I'd just say, hey, our plan will be full capacity. But uh, if we if we need to cut it back, you know, we'll probably make that decision in August or something. Oh, man, I can. My, my voice is just not wanting to hold up. It's all right, buddy. But finish line's in sight. We can do it. We can do it. Whoa, suck it, Drake. Back up, Roush. Have another. <laughs> Speaking of golf cards, KRC Scramble, make it happen. Uh, it'd be fun to get something together, and it, it'd be ideal if any of these courses wanted to have us go out there, do our show, and then the people that wanted to come out there and pay to play, boom, you play, and and we could kind of just make it at least – we could at least do, do it as simple as informal as that. We just, uh, of course, have us out somewhere. Who yeah. wants to host us? I think I think we can get up, a, set up a Friday of sorts, and make it like a three day weekend or something for for the old KRC gang. That'd be nice. I uh, am. I'd love not working, so that sounds good. <laughs> God, working today? Huh. Not good. Texter says, "What happened to Trevor? <laughs> He's here, all right." My I've God. heard reports that Trevor's hair is like down to the crack, like down to his crack. 
It's butt crack. Ooh. I have not seen him lately, but the last time I saw him, it was out of control. I feel like we like refer to him like they do dragons in Game of Thrones world, Roush, where it's like, oh, yeah, he was spotted off the coast of Essos uh, not long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in the Taco Bell drive-thru. His mane was just flowing out the sunroof of his Prius. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him in a little bit either. But I've talk- we talk all the time, but I haven't seen him in a little bit. But I hear that it's just magical, his hair. How is the wedding singer not one of the greatest? Great soundtrack, hilarious movie, guy gets the girl, all around great movie. It's not one of his best. Sorry. Right. It it's also, I think, made specifically for folks who grew up in that time. Like I, I didn't get the movie until I was older. It just didn't, you know, I just didn't get it. Yeah. And I was never a huge little Nicky fan myself. Um not not great. Yeah. That movie's so weird. <laughs> Dude has uh, boots on his head. Do you, do you think Kentucky is getting way too picky? It's like they're at the best candy store and they're trying to pick the best possible treat. Yeah, but at Kentucky, you can afford to be picky. If I was UK, I, I would have gotten that dude from Coastal Carolina. That that was one that I don't think that they reached out to at all, and they've kind of casted a wide net just to at least like say that, hey, hey, we did reach out to you just in case they do need to go to plan D, E, F, G. That's one dude I think you probably could have gotten. And uh, he, I think he would have been a nice player, and I also don't think he would have scared people away, so you still could have worked around and got some other people. But uh, Cal does best when he gets somebody that's got a little chip on their shoulder, and I think that dude is uh, – where did he end up committing? I don't even know where he – he was committing over the weekend, but I was uh, obviously not on my phone. Yeah. Man, uh, great – Mm, great question. <laughs> Michigan. I think it was Michigan. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Michigan. Devontae Jones, Michigan. Uh, that That's a great that's a great land for Howard. I, I wish that Cal would have went after him. I think that was a mistake on Cal's part. But, it, I, but we don't know the answer to that text at the end of the day. We'll have to see. If the if UK ends up having a scramble and you get like a reclassification, kind of like ask you and stuff like that, then that would be uh, probably meant that they were too picky. If you end up still getting Carr or Jose Alvarado or, you know, if you don't want to throw Wheeler in that top tier, that's fine. But Alvarado or Carr, you land those guys, Zagorowski, somebody like that, then you weren't being too picky. But I guess we'll have to wait and see who they end up with. Texas Playing says, the waiting game. Was drunk Saturday and accidentally sent this to the KSR text line instead of you fellas. I've been a listener long enough to know I should have bet Medina Spirit. The second Roush called him a bum, but yet I stayed loyal. I can suck it. Yeah, yeah. That was the perfect time to fade Roush. Perfect time. And what got me worried is since we didn't do the shows out at the track this year, typically as we see most of them at some point during the week. I mean, maybe one or two here or there. We don't. But when I had a friend say that they saw Medina Spirit at the track and it looked like the best horse out there, I was like, no, don't tell me that. That's that's not what I need to hear. And, well, he was right. It was a good-looking horse. <sighs> John here. Happy Monday morning to all. I had fun with Betty in the Derby race. I broke even, so no worries. I lived to bet another day. Uh, even sounds like a paradise that is too far away for me. Hey, will we find light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to recruits? In Cal and Antigua, we trust. I hope Antigua makes it official very soon. Hey, guys, what was the best food item you ate at Derby or tailgating event near the Derby this weekend? We'll got to go talk to you later. Uh, the spread that we had 
Well, uh, well, I got, I got a grilled chicken sandwich at Churchill Downs that was literally the worst thing I think I'd ever eaten. <laughs> you try to eat something healthy. Bad, bad choice. Well, no, they, they were out of chicken, fried chicken finger. Like that was, ah, the, and then the what other you got stuck with. I, that's what I got stuck with. Yeah, and it was disgusting. Uh, but the spread at the party I went to on Saturday was top notch, real classy, awesome food. I ate a saw or no, excuse me, bacon egg and cheese biscuit before derby and i thought it was gonna make me sick so i immediately poured a cocktail to keep myself alive oh that that's was, yeah that's 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 the way to go about it they uh they got indies wings too amongst oh, other nice, things nice, nice. but yeah like uh some was homemade some was like from from restaurants it was just a smorgasbord of some it was just how a derby party should be it was a good uh, job a lot of fun texter says in regards to the roster at this point, I don't care who they get. Just fill out the roster and let's see what we get. Don't worry. Don't get anxious. Let's learn from last year and not get bent out of shape in May. Mook. But some would say, hey, the fact that they didn't bring in anybody better than Mintz last year, that was why they were doomed from the from the start because you, you couldn't rely on Ask you to do it. So maybe Mook people are saying that's is why I'm panicking is because this is when you're supposed to start getting some good players. And mm-hmm. I'm – I just want the team to get together as soon as possible because I'm a big believer in that as that being helpful for a team's development. And I think that we saw how messy it was last year with the pandemic and team people not being able to get together and getting to practice and do all that stuff as much. Uh, I don't think that was a coincidence that that also led into the worst season that UK's had in a really long time. So I just want to get everybody together. I'm just like you all. I hope it happens today. I wish we saw today that they, we knew exactly what Kentucky's roster would be, but sadly that's just not the way that it works. People kind of go at their own speed. So I'm, I'm going to give it this month and I'm going to be patient this month. If we still have no clue or they're still missing a couple pieces in June, then I'll, I'll start to get more antsy, but you got to remember also to always point to Jamal Murray. You know, he, that 16 team would have been a complete disaster if you didn't get him and you didn't get him until pretty late in the game. So uh, same with Isaac's Humphreys. He was a, a late addition as well, but not as important as a player, I suppose, but I, I'm giving it another month. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, the folks who are being impatient or else m- many of them, I'm sure thought that Kenny Payne's absence was the reason why Kentucky struggled this year. And that Antigua could be a guy who fixes all of this. So uh, Coach O, do, do your worst. Yep. Uh, Texter says, Trevor is the elus- is as elusive as an ice spider. Mm. Ice spider is very scary. And then another texter says, is the Colorado point guard still available? As far as I know, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, he's still doing the draft thing. So, And that's another thing we have to consider, too, is that a lot of the potential guys you're going to get are going to be deciding, will they go to the NBA or not? And also, it is worth remembering that Kentucky season's been over for two months now. So, uh, other teams that were better than UK, their season's been over for just uh, not even a month for some teams. Right, but, right, right. You know, like it's, uh, we just got to be patient. And I think at least through the month of May, that's a reasonable request. But I think we're going to get good news this week, and we'll be here to talk about it. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Thanks for the text and the show, oh. TJ Walker, Nick Rush, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Tuesday.